On today's episode, we're talking all about the myth that's holding you back and why it's never too late to start your photography business. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Cassidy Brooke, a full-time equine photographer with a passion for helping other photographers create the life of their dreams. When I abruptly quit my corporate job without any idea of what I was going to do, I suddenly found myself picking up a $400 camera, downloading a free app on my iPad, and taking photos of any horse I could get in front of my camera. That little hobby sparked a six-figure business, which allows me to live life on my terms. Now, I'm here to help you grow your photography business so that you can make your wildest dreams your reality. This is the Equine Photography Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Equine Photography Podcast. I am your host, Cassidy Brooke, and I am so excited that you're here today. The podcast really exists because I want to help other photographers, whether they are just starting out or you're already doing photography, but you're just kind of feeling stuck and you're ready to take it to the next level. So this podcast really exists to help you gain new skills so that you can finally have the business and life you've always dreamed of. And I thought, what better way to kick off this brand new podcast than with one of the most common things that I hear from aspiring equine photographers. And it is this myth that the market is already too saturated, so there isn't room for any new photographers in the equine photography space. And I wanna start by saying, yes, I see where you're coming from, 100%. There are a ton of equine photographers out there today. I see you know, on Facebook, Instagram, tons of posts from other equine photographers in my area, all around the United States and in other countries as well, with the relatively low cost of getting started today in photography. And it's you know easy to share your stuff on social media. It's easy and cheap to get a website going. It's not hard to become an equine photographer or label yourself as that today. So I do believe it's a myth that the market is already too saturated, but I want to start by saying I 100% get where you're coming from if that's a belief that you have that the market's already too saturated, so there's not going to be space for you, you're not going to be able to make money in this, they're, all the clients are already gone, they're all taken, but it is a myth. There is 100% room for all of us. We're going to dive deep into that today. So let's just start by talking about numbers for a minute. I really wanna break this down for you guys. So in a 2017 study by the National Economic Impact of the US horse population, they estimated that there were over 1 million horse owners and over 7 million horses in the United States today. So if there are over 1 million horse owners and over 7 million horses in the United States today, Let's really break that down more and see what that means for us as equine photographers or kind of to debunk this whole myth that there isn't space and there's no room for any new equine photographers in the industry. So if there's a million horse owners, let's just divide that up by 52 states and to keep things simple math-wise, let's just say there's about 20,000 horse owners per state in the United States. I'm just gonna be talking about the US throughout this since that's where I'm based and that's where you know the majority of my listeners are gonna be coming from. So let's just keep it easy and say there's about 20,000 horse owners per state in the US. Now let's be really crazy. Let's say you wanted to book five photo shoots 
a week. So let's just say Monday through Friday, you're doing one photo shoot every evening and you wanna do that 52 weeks of the year. That comes out to you only being able to do 260 shoots per year. So that is less than 1% of the horses in just your state alone. And now I've been full-time equine photographer for over four years now. And let me just tell you, doing a shoot every night, five nights a week for the entire year would be absolute insanity. So that is a very high estimate of you really going, I mean, all out completely crazy to be able to shoot that often. And you're talking about if one person is doing that, that's less than 1% of the horses just in your state alone, not including any kind of travel or people you know, getting new horses, repeat clients, anything like that. So I think, you know, once you break it down and really look at the numbers of just how many horses are out there, just how many horse owners are out there, there is so much room and so much space in the industry for every person who wants to be an equine photographer. You're not, you know, counting into effect that a lot of people are just going to want to do this as a side hustle, maybe just shooting one to two days a week. Not everybody's going to want to be doing this full time. And like I said, I mean, shooting five days a week, every single week of the year would be pretty insane. Would be definitely lead to burnout. Just this past week, I was at the World Equestrian Center in Ocala and there are something like over 2000 stalls just on that piece of property. So just at one facility in one town, in one state, they had over 2000 stalls completely sold out. So you're talking about just one very concentrated little area of you know horses, but that's over 2,000 horses that were on that one piece of property just in a week. Even if I wanted to take pictures of every single horse there and had the ability to, I mean, there's just no way I wouldn't be able to get it done. And I am grateful that there's plenty of other photographers out there so that every person who wants photos of their horse, photos with their horse, has the ability to do so because I do not have the time or capability whatsoever to be able to shoot that often. So first of all, the thing that we're gonna have to do is change your mindset. Yes, we've accepted that there are a lot of other photographers out there, but that doesn't mean you can't or shouldn't get started out as an equine photographer. Now, I so deeply believe that if there's, you know, a dream that you keep having a thought that is, you know, just constantly coming up for you, like that was placed there for a reason. You have that thought that keeps coming up, that little like pesky thing that keeps saying like, hey, you should really do this. Like, hey, you should really start taking pictures. Hey, break out that camera that you have. Hey, you should really dive into equine photography. I believe that is put there for a reason that is put in your heart for a reason. And to ignore that is just letting like a little piece of you go completely unnoticed and just kind of die away. So yes, it is. There is a ton of other photographers in the market right now, but that does not mean that you should not get started. And I wholeheartedly believe that there is space for all of us. And that if there is that dream that you have, that thought that you cannot stop thinking about to become an equine photographer, you need to go out and do it. You need to chase that dream. You need to go after it and not let the myth that there's too many photographers out there stop you from pursuing that dream. 
So let's talk about how to stand out in a market where there are already a lot of photographers because yes, there are a ton of photographers out there, but there are also even more clients and even more horses out there for you to photograph. So we're not gonna let that stop us. You're gonna chase that dream. You're gonna go after the you know, goal of becoming an equine photographer. And there's a few ways that you can really stand out in a market that does have a ton of other options for people. And I wanna start by saying number one, do not think that the way that you're gonna stand out is by being the cheapest. That's not, you know, there's always gonna be somebody that's gonna be willing to do it cheaper or for free. So don't think to yourself, just because there's so many other photographers in the area and in the industry that you need to be the cheapest. There's always gonna be somebody willing to do it for less or free. So a few ways to stand out in the market. Number one is gonna be showing up and showing your true self on social media. So, you know, one thing that's really going to set you apart is not only the photographs that you take and the work that you're doing, because yes, people will, you know, be attracted to your specific style, the poses that you're doing, the style of your editing, just the overall feel of your work. Yes, people are gonna be attracted to that, but to be completely honest with you guys, like there's, you know, only so many cameras out there. There's only so many ways to edit. Everybody's work can kind of look quite similar because there is, you know, limited software that we're using to edit. Everybody's kind of, there's, yes, there are slight differences in people's work, but there's probably somebody whose work is gonna look very similar to yours, regardless of whether or not, you know, you're doing that intentionally or not. It's just the nature of it. There, you know, there's a ton of other photographers whose work I find looks very similar to mine and that's just normal. It's always going to be like that. But there is one thing that nobody else has that only you have, and that is yourself. You are the only you out there. And that is something that can absolutely help you to stand out and book, not only book your schedule up, but book your ideal client who really, you know, fits in with your vibe and is going to be a client that is not only going to be great for you to work with, but they're going to be super excited to work with you because you fit well with them. So showing up on social media as yourself, showing your face, talking about things that you like. You know, I've talked a lot on social media about my horse. I used to talk a lot about my anxiety and working out, talk about how much I hate the cold weather and how I am a Florida girl and how much I hate the North Carolina winters here. I talk about how I love caramel iced lattes and my horse Chunky Pony. And when I show up to a shoot, people know these things about me already and they feel connected to me. And I can't tell you how many people, you know, have said like, oh, I love that I like already felt like I kind of knew you before you even showed up to the shoot. And that is something that can set me apart because nobody else is me. So regardless of whether or not somebody else's work looks exactly like mine, they you know maybe are cheaper than me, their schedule is more free so they can book sooner, they can't be me. So showing up and showing up as yourself on social media is very, very important. A few other ways to really stand out on social media and make sure that you are attracting your ideal client is make sure you're using hashtags. That is still a great way to get found on social media. I have actually booked several clients and repeat clients and they have found me on Instagram from hashtags. So don't sleep on hashtags, don't ignore them, don't say, oh, I never get any traction from them. You can't try something three times and say, oh, it doesn't work. It just means maybe you didn't have the right hashtags. 
Now, there is a million theories on how many hashtags to use, what hashtags to use, how to go all about that. Just put some hashtags on there, guys. Change it up. Think of everything that you're doing as an experiment. So say you put five hashtags on your post and nothing comes of it. You don't get any interaction after posting that a few times. Switch it up. Try different hashtags. Try putting the full 30 hashtags. Move around. Change it up every now and then. Play with everything and you know, don't give up on something just because it didn't work the first time you do it because I 100% can tell you guys that using hashtags on Instagram has got me clients before. Another thing that I'm always doing on my posts is adding popular locations, like the geolocations that you can put on your post. I'm putting popular locations that are near me. So I am super close to the Trian International Equestrian Center. I'm close to Aiken, South Carolina, which is a big horse area. The World Equestrian Center in Ocala has, I travel quite a bit. So going down to Florida, that's huge for me. So when I am adding that location onto my Instagram post, when people are then looking at that location, they're gonna see my post. And if somebody is looking at the World Equestrian Center in Ocala, they are most likely my ideal client because they are likely a horse person. So using popular locations that are near you is super important, great way to get found by ideal clients. Putting, you know, as a equine photographer, you know, I'm based here in Charlotte, North Carolina. So if I put my location at Charlotte, North Carolina, I might get a tiny bit of traction from people here in Charlotte, but that's such a broad hashtag and being an equine photographer is like such a niche market. So the likelihood that somebody is going to, you know, see the location of Charlotte, North Carolina and happen to be a horse person who wants to book me in the area is pretty slim. But if I put Tryon International Equestrian Center, which is only an hour away from my home base and use that as my tag, the likelihood of somebody looking up that location and being a horse person is much, much better. So I do recommend putting the popular locations of, you know, of like horse places in your area or places you're willing to travel and wanting to travel. Putting those locations is going to be super important for people to be able to find you. Anytime that a previous client posts pictures and tags me in them, I'm making sure I am sharing them. I'm making sure I'm commenting on them. If I see that they've had, you know, several comments on that post of a picture I took of people saying, oh my gosh, I love this picture. You looked amazing. I'll go through and just see if that's a horse person, click on it, friend them, like a few of their posts and just kind of interact with them. They are likely my ideal client as well. They liked the work I did for my client. And no, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be creepy. I'm not trying to do any kind of like MLM spammy type stuff where I'm sending a million messages. I'm not doing anything like that, but I am interacting with them as I would a friend. So, you know, I'll like their posts, react to their stories and just be, you know, like I would naturally interact with any other friend on those posts. Super important to be making relatable posts. You want to be a human. Talk about your own horse, talk about things that you like, you know, posting so that people know that you're a human and not just a random, you know, person behind the camera. Like they need to be able to connect with you and know you. So show up as yourself on social media, do it consistently. Don't just post a few times and say, well, I didn't book any clients. So I guess social media doesn't work for me. No, I have built my business on the back of mainly Instagram and you can 100% book clients by showing up as yourself on social media. Now, moving away from social media, another great thing that you need to be doing to stand out in this so-called saturated market 
Never undervalue the real relationships you have in your life. So if you are a, an equestrian, which most equine photographers are, it's rare that somebody who knows nothing about horses decides, I just wanna be in the super niche market of being an equine photographer. So do not undervalue the real relationships you have in your life with other equestrians. So, you know, if you have friend, you're friends with a trainer at a barn or you know a barn owner manager, somebody who rides at a big barn, really leaning into that, whether it be doing a photo shoot for them for free, you know, reaching out to them and saying, hey, like I would love to have the opportunity to do photos of you and your horse, connecting with people. And you know, those true connections you have with people who know you, they are gonna support you in a different way and you know, tell their friends about you and help you spread the word about your photography business and get you connected with the right people. So don't undervalue the real relationships you have in your life. Next thing that's gonna be super duper important, and honestly, if I had to credit like my success in business to any one strategy, it would not be social media, it wouldn't be having the nicest camera or any certain lens or blogging all the time, or even truly my skills as a photographer behind the camera. I, If I had to give my credit, if I had to give credit, to one thing for my success in business, it would be that I always underpromise and over-deliver to my clients. So in every situation, I am making sure that I'm wowing my clients, that I'm giving them 10 times the value that they are expecting to get. So if my clients pick a package where they're getting 40 images delivered, I'm usually delivering closer to 100 pictures for them. If I tell them they'll get their pictures back in three weeks, I get them back to them in a week. In every situation, I am over delivering so that they feel like they got an amazing value. I don't ever want to be under delivering to a client. So when I first started out, I think this is something that I kind of got right without realizing it was always just being, you know, it is part of my personality. I'm super like type A perfectionist achiever type personality. So I was always just getting stuff done really quickly, sending pictures to their clients way before I had promised them, working really hard to get everything done and not in a rushed way where things weren't being done right, but in the sense that I was like, I want to get these pictures to this client as quickly as I can so that they are you know, excited to have their pictures. Like I know personally from working with photographers, like there's nothing worse than having pictures done and being so excited for them. And then like a month goes by and you're like, oh my gosh, I still haven't seen a single picture. So just always under promising and over delivering to my clients is something that I really think that I did right and helped me have like the word spread about me just naturally. Because when you're showing up and you're giving people you know, five or 10 times the value they expected to get, they're absolutely gonna tell their friends about you. They're going to, every time somebody asks for an equine photographer, they're gonna bring your name up. So making sure that the clients that you do have, and this goes for paid and unpaid shoots. So if you're just starting out and you're doing work for free to build your portfolio, you need to be treating those people like they are your highest paying client because they are. That you know they're the most important thing and doing great work for people regardless of whether they are paying you zero dollars or ten thousand dollars for that shoot is just going to be essential to growing your business and being a you know well-known photographer who is constantly getting booked so some closing thoughts on this whole you know is the market too oversaturated should i start 
as an equine photographer, I'm not seeing traction and I just keep blaming, you know, oh, there's too many other photographers in my area. Stop focusing on who else is even in your area. I pay zero attention to that. I am happy that there are other photographers in my area because I can't shoot every client in the area anyways, even if I wanted to. Focus on growing yourself. Focus on growing your skills as a photographer because your business will only grow as much as you do. So stop focusing on how many other photographers are in your area or in the country. Keep focusing on you. Work on improving your skills. Work on improving yourself. Like there is nothing that's gonna make you grow as a human more than having your own business, especially one that's as personal as photography where it's really like you're creating art for people. So stop thinking about how many other photographers there are. Don't worry about that. I am here to tell you there is room for you in this industry. The only way that you're going to fail at this, at becoming an equine photographer, is if you quit. So keep going. Keep your head up. Stop paying attention to who else is out there and what else they're doing. Work on you. Focus on you and you will be successful in this industry. Thanks so much for listening to the Equine Photography Podcast. I hope to see you guys back soon. Hey, I'm Cassidy Brooke, a full-time equine photographer with a passion for helping other photographers create the life of their dreams. When I abruptly quit my corporate job without any idea of what I was going to do, I suddenly found myself picking up a $400 camera, downloading a free app on my iPad, and taking photos of any horse I could get in front of my camera. That little hobby sparked a six-figure business, which allows me to live life on my terms. Now, I'm here to help you grow your photography business so that you can make your wildest dreams your reality. This is the Equine Photography Podcast.